everyone, it's Joe and Viva for Rome is Home. Welcome back. We're glad that you decided to listen to the third episode. Yeah, and this one is pretty jam-packed. Uh, this was, I don't know how to describe it, a very, very intense week. For me, emotional roller coaster. You know, it, um, not so much it, like, emo- it's just, it was just very exhausting just because a lot of things happened this week. So... Um, on that front, like with the big news, you know, uh, what happened with the house, etc. We'll, we'll share that shortly, but very tiring. How are you doing, wife? Well, speaking of tiring, and I'm, I'm still tired. Uh, Monica is doing a bit better. I'm, it seems as if we talk about Monica's sleep every week. I think we have, but uh, it's getting better. Some nights are good. She stays in her bed. She w- wakes up maybe twice, but yesterday was a bad night, so yeah, it, it, still a little bit tired. Yeah, it sounds like we 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 talk about that a bit, but it's I think that's an important reality just to kind of share with parents. Like, yeah, just I it's there's there are certain challenges with it, but I think for us, for most people, probably if not having at least like a good quality night of sleep, that's that's a very annoying thing that just lingers, and it really you know like like Jumbia was saying, like it's been. On and off, maybe like fifty percent of the nights it's been okay. Sometimes the, you know the the you know Monica's been uh, co sleeping with us, so we're not getting perfect sleep. And but these things, especially this week, just piling on, you're just yes. it's just just enough to tip everything the the wrong way. It's just enough to make it unbearable. And even when she sleeps well in her bed, she still wakes up yeah at least twice. So that's un- that's interrupted sleep, and it's not quality sleep. It, it sacrifices you make as parents, I guess. And I stay home. It's not as if I have to be out there in the world. But you know, but it's yeah. But even as a, even before we got married, I, okay, we always kind of you know talked about having like a lot of kids, you know, seven plus kids or something. People have come from big families, right? But yeah, it's it's nice to have these dreams, like any dream. It's like oh, it's so great when. But yeah, you get you get a nice kick in the teeth when you really have the first kid, and now with the second kid, it's like yeah. I can respect my parents a little bit more for enduring with, well, my, in my case, my mom had 12 kids and Geneviève's mom had uh, seven. seven. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a heroic thing, but you know what? It's, it's a heroic sacrifice for a great good, but, you know. I, I, could see, I could see it being different having seven kids than just two kids. The, the first kid, having Teresa, was mm. life-changing. It was, for the first four months, I was at home with a lot of anxiety and I didn't want to get out of the house. I was just so scared all the time. Yeah. It was totally life changing. Then the second one, the transition was much easier. Yeah. But it's different challenges, so I can't nap during the day anymore. And I'm a big sleeper. With Teresa I slept all the time and now I can't nap anymore because I can't manage to get them down at the same time. So I, I'm sure that the third kid would be very different. Teresa would be older, able to help a little bit more. Yeah. But it's it's just hard to it's just hard to imagine right now with uh, Monica not sleeping too well at night. Everything in due time. Everything in due time. So for those who, of us who are friends with me on Facebook, uh, you already know the big news. And I'll share with you right away. If you want to follow us on Facebook, we have a Facebook page now. Um, Rome is home. That's the the page, and you can see. A picture of us um, as the icon. So here are the big news, Joe. How about you share it with our audience? Well, so yeah, big news on uh, Tuesday. We uh, officially sold our house. So we had an offer put down for 
Oh, it was this lady, very nice lady, you know, from Toronto, big city. Uh, she was kind of looking at the house for like two weeks, so we kind of knew that this was kind of in the works, but it was it was very kind of uh, I don't know tantalizing because it's kind of like she's gonna maybe put an up, but she wants to know this. So we were kind of sitting in between of this uncertainty of like. Are we going to get the offer soon? Is she interested? And it was, honestly, it was probably like that for like two weeks. And I met her. I mentioned that. I met her. She speaks French. Very nice lady. And she noticed, she, she mentioned that she was really interested in the house and she really liked it. But it all fell on the inspection. I didn't know how that was going to go. Yeah, so that was that was another. There were yeah, there were a few things that kind of came from that. So I mean, la- what was it? Last week? I, I can't even remember the time frame. Uh, the, the inspection last- happened on Sunday. Oh, inspection just happened this Sunday, right? Yes. So that was uh, yeah, just after our last... Yeah, so she put down a conditional offer last week, but again, in, you know, contingent on the home inspection. Now, yeah, that was the big uncertainty for us because as we mentioned before, we sort of, <laughs> sort of failed. We didn't do our... When we bought this house, we didn't necessarily do the home inspection. So we uncovered a few things that were just like, yeah... You know, for, you know first-time buyers, not really thinking straight. So we were kind of a little bit about some things we found now we were getting a little bit stressed like you know what what if they find something else i had no idea what the the what was it what's it called like how rigorous this guy or girl was going to be in doing the home inspection like who knows what they're going to find and again jumpyev was hilarious she was always worried about like this pipe i'm like stop worrying about the pipes <laughs> that's all i could think about but our, our, our home is almost 100 years old so i was really worried yeah. about what they would uncover yeah like, oh you you would need to destroy this house it's yeah. not safe so i I was released. So the home worried. inspection was that there was two parts of this. There's the home inspection and also they, she wanted the, um, the septic system inspected as well. And rightly so. I mean, that's a big piece um, that could definitely change the offer that was given. But the home inspection happened this Sunday. And yeah, we got back the report. I can't remember, maybe Monday, right next day. And yeah, sigh of relief. It was There were about 10, 10 to 14 very small, doable things. Yes. That we had to do, and that's something that I'll be kind of doing in the next few weeks, just to wrap it up. Um, there was but a little bit more, but some some things she said she would take she care would of. She would cover, yeah, which was which was fantastic. Again, for us, it's kind of like we were. Our biggest fear was that, like, yeah, they stay uncover. Like, yeah, you need a new roof, eh? You know, you need a new foundation, something you know, ridiculous. We weren't really sure what was going to be inspected or not, but all reasonable, all doable. So we kind of had a. A breath of relief on on this Monday, but it was still the next day. We had the inspection for the septic tank, and it's and that was stressful because that the, was stressful too. The, the the septic guy he gave us a solid. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll, I'll squeeze you in. But then he kept on changing the the well, time yeah, of yeah. the appointment and he like was, pushing it back and pushing it back. Yeah, he was originally supposed to be on Monday, and he just kept on pushing back. And he, he solid dude. He texted me at like nine o'clock asking if he could be there for ten thirty p.m i'm like yeah no i got girls they need to sleep you know you and can... it's, it's, it's gonna be dark but are you gonna be able to see like how can you see anything and uh, my real estate agent was awesome too just kind of really accommodating but we needed to get this done by this tuesday just because that was sort of the, the deadline for the condition but you know long story short they, they came back on tuesday inspected it all good no issues signed it all and he slapped on a sold sign on tuesday night and so honestly like that was just like, uh, you know, I, I'm actually pretty happy how fast it happened, considering we put it up November 7th. Yeah, just a little over a month. And it's not really the, a good time to yeah, buy houses. It's it, a horrible time. And 
I, everything was just so providential. I think just, the way the way it all unfolded. Even just even getting this real estate agent just had a good vibe about him. I kind of a just, Christian, a good Christian. Yeah, he, yeah. He noticed all the, the the Christian art that we have around, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm Christian too." Yeah, good good guy. Good yeah, guy. It just all these things, and even the buyer. Right away, I kind of just had this this odd good vibe about her. I was just thinking oh, because like she's French, so that's why. Uh, well. <laughs> That part I don't know. She she was. I have a feeling she's very merciful towards us. She gave us a good amount. She decided not to change it based on yeah, the little I, things that have to be changed. She's like, I, I, don't worry, I'll change that. I'll take care. Like of I that. like for like one thing for example, like our microwave is stupid. We only <laughs> it, <laughs> one button works. Only one button works, but it's the it's like the important one. It's add thirty seconds. So, so everything has to work in thirty seconds increments. But honestly. But you know what? In in experience, but it's you know talking about microwaves and that you realize you can get by. Why do they have more than like three buttons? I know. You really does anyone use the popcorn button? No. Well, I, I, hold on. So you could you could argue that we were just being silly. You know yeah, you know when you, yeah. you know when you're living in sin, you just get complacent and you just don't uh, see your sins anymore. Yeah. We were living in a crappy house and we didn't know it. That's possible too. But uh, yeah, so it was like okay, maybe we have to change your microwave. But the big, the big one that she kind of gave us a, a freebie on was the pool. Now we have a above ground pool. I, I hate above ground pools. I hate pools in general. I love swimming in lakes. I love swimming in just water. I know. You- and we we live twenty minutes from Lake Erie. Beautiful, beautiful white sand. Very beach, warm. Just- very warm. Beautiful. Not too busy. Like you know, if you go at the right times, which we always knew where to go, the right spots fantastic i just i really enjoyed it so we had the pool and it's you know it was all these things kind of together with the you know all the work and just the you know the land the pool you know all these were kind of you know factors in kind of our decision in wanting to leave but yeah the pool for example like we used it a handful of times and this year i had spent a lot of time cleaning it because i'm and money because i'm a very um i'm like sort of a perfectionist with these things and again we'd have visitors over and i'd be uh you know, smoking some brisket or some ribs on the patio. We want to have, you know, a nice little get-together with family. And, yeah, this the stupid pool is uh, it's green or something because you got to treat it, like, every day with chlorine and stuff like that. you got to scrub it clean. And, like, all the equipment was kind of – it came with the house. It wasn't too good. So, anyways, it was just a headache after a headache. So, anyways, this summer it also leaked. It leaked uh, – the membrane leaked. So, I'm like, I hate this pool. I want – mentioned and a few times. And the pump broke. I mentioned a few times to Javel, I just want to destroy it completely because I'd rather it not be there. But so that was a big concern. Like, what was she going to think about the pool? Um, but yeah, she was happy to take care of the additional cost of the pool and not change the offer. So we feel really blessed about that, right? It's, Thank you, Lord. The Lord sort of had mercy on us with that because, yeah, that was probably like a 2500 ticket item to kind of repair everything. But she's like, I'll cover it. Yeah, the tarp and the, the pump and, and all that stuff. No, really nice lady. Really glad it worked out. And uh, yeah, so I mean, just and what happened on Thursday, Joe? Thursday, big day. So two, uh, so Tuesday, house was officially sold, and Thursday, I officially resigned from my job. So that was uh, that was a pretty yeah. So this is a pretty for those who are listening. These are pretty two crazy life events happening all in one week. I, I had to kind of you know maintain composure, maintain sanity. You know, it's uh, it kind of maybe a hyperbole there a little bit, but it was it was just again. I even feel still a little drained by it it was just so much like emotions to deal with these things for anyone who's quit a job or i don't know it's never an easy experience that you always kind of like oh, i feel bad for leaving but you know i like anything you have to go through with it but it was just like so much was kind of coming together like through this whole discernment process and we'll touch more about that later on in the second half but 
this this part for me was really kind of definitely pushing me a little bit and I definitely yeah. felt felt like I wanted to kind of and I mentioned before just proceed forward but it was just had to be patient here. We need all the pieces to fall together for for him to be able to eventually just resign and then move on to the next step. That's right. That's so right. what's going to happen in the next few weeks is well f- right now it's going to be the holidays but after we're going to get rid of a lot of stuff, pack a lot of stuff, and we're going to live with Joe's parents for a few months. A few months. Just yeah. to be able to save a bit of money, have no rent. Um, Mortgage, nothing. Just get clear up clear up all this clutter and just, yeah. That's right. And just live, yeah. So just save money. Joe will find, either work with his father or work, find a some, find some, some, some job around. And, and I think it's, I, I was really stressed about this idea because honestly who wants to live with their in-laws right but (laughs) (laughs) i love my in-laws they're amazing and they're really they're really holy people and it's it's just tough it's it's just tough because it's different ways of doing things and i i i'm very particular about my ways and i was i was worried (laughs) about that but then they they have a little apartment just um in where the garage is so it's separated from the house and we could live there so i have our own little space do our own things, but then still be part of the the family life. I'm really looking forward to that because I, you know, living in the country, I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little social. I, I like having you people do, yeah. around, and it's been really hard to be so isolated. Like our neighbors are beautiful, amazing people, but I never see them, and They're, my friends are at least thirty yeah. minutes driving away. So just being able to be close to yeah. sister, brother in law, and Teresa to have her uncles to play with because joe's youngest brother is 12 yeah yeah so she she loves to play with her uncles it's gonna be i think it's gonna be good for us that's such a good point i mean for those who are listening and again it's funny i mentioned this lady is is uh who's buying her house is from toronto moving to the country life and yeah i I think i want to paint a picture for those people who might be listening who are kind of contemplating that now like we mentioned we have eight acres about five acres you know six five six acres are cleared and we have a little bit of forest um it's a lot of work, like, you know, just yes. to make sure, like, and especially at this time, we kind of came in, the kids, we didn't have the kids right away. I so. was pregnant with Teresa when we moved. Yeah. So I was already pretty limited in what I could do, but I started working in the garden a little bit, and that's pretty much how, as much as I could do. So we were, I was renovating the home with a, a ton of help from my, my, my family. We were having a, planting a garden. We have bees. We ha- we started planting like a vineyard. We have the stupid pool that needed to be clean. So many things. And right? just mowing the grass. It oh, would I'd be take, there. It I'd would be there every day. All of his time. And thank God our neighbor, um, he just he offered to mow our, our, our grass. Yeah. So he was he was doing that. He was taking care of it. So just be I mindful. Know how we would have done it? Without just him. be mindful. Country life is awesome. It's peaceful. Ton of work. Think about it. In the, uh, in the second half, we're going to just dive in a little bit to sort of our further just discussion on discernment. We'll talk probably for the most part about the Pompeii Novena. What is the Pompeii Novena? Why has it been a huge source of help and grace for us? And uh, we'll share that experience with you in just after this break. Hang tight. Now listen to the melody. Maybe it come from I think it's plain to see. Some people say that the great. So for this second part, we wanted to talk a bit more about our our discernment process. It's been such a crazy journey of trying to align two different wills to the will of God. Yeah. 
it's it's a it's a tough one and it's it's also especially tough because you're adventurous you get restless and i'm very much about staying put and comfort and it's been helpful whenever you were feeling restless at work i always said well hold on you try to stay a little bit more let's see let's pray about it we've we've prayed a lot about your work and a few times it came back you know yeah you have to stay it's yeah just to kind of continue with that thought i like that idea and maybe it's again i've 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 tried to a a few other couples about this but maybe i i like to see for some reason maybe it's god specific gave us this where you're kind of like i would say kind of the the gatekeeper or sort of the you know of, of 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 all my schemes but i'm sort of the you know the the engine. You know the one kind of okay. Well, let's do this. Let's let's try this. I mean, no, no, no. So again, my mind's kind of going a mile a minute. But then you're kind of that that kind of that. So it, it's, it has to go through the the viva seal of approval before before, before moving forward. <laughs> but you know, it's it. But it's funny because yeah, it's so different. But like in this tandem, in a sense, it works. That's how very it works. Well. And everything that we've done that was crazy, almost everything came through me somehow. Either yeah. I initiated it or I ended up having peace with it. So for an example, our the big thing we go to when we want to discern something important is the Pompeii Novena. It's a 54-day novena. The first 27 days, it's three rosaries a day, a day for petition. And then this second 24 days, it's 27. for... 27 is for Thanksgiving. The first time we prayed it, it was when we were still working at Imperial Oil and you didn't feel fulfilled at work and you wanted to see if there was something else that you needed to do. So we prayed and nothing really came out of it. There was no decision at the end. So you decided to stay and have peace with it. But what happened is during while we were praying it, I came upon a bulletin in our church that had a job posting for the parish you're working at right now. So you applied, nothing came out of it just right there and then. Yeah. So you decided to stay, to keep on working at Imperial Oil. Yeah, and I think, yeah, that's that's a very good point. The I think for us, the the first half, yeah, was really kind of praying for, for clarity. But at the same time, too, I was praying, too, for just peace with the decision to stay because, you know, it's very tough because you're kind of thinking, well, because there's maybe two two thoughts you can go with this. Well, maybe my my goal in life is to endure and suffer through this job, and this is my cross. And so you're, who am you're... I to who am I to kind of say, well, Lord, I don't want this cross no more. I want something else. So there is one there... thing that I, that I yeah. wanted to challenge with you as well is that yeah. you're such an idealistic person that you yeah. have the feeling that you need to do something. Yeah. directly for the Lord, directly. And I and I was challenging you on that. Well, you yeah. know, people need oil and gas because everybody yeah. have cars, everybody drive, uh, fly on a plane. You, you need that. And that's helping people. Yeah. Just maybe not directly, but everything is necessary. And yeah. and then, well, that you, you work directly for the Lord where you're working at that parish. And I think it changed your mindset on on that a little bit a little bit yeah but like but just yeah so going back yeah so did the novena the first time uh that was probably what 20 2016 uh, Ma, uh teresa was about yeah. four months old so i think yeah no it was oh, 2017 so 2017 yeah yes. and um yeah but at the end of it like i tell you like there was again i, I want to just emphasize one thing just kind of with novenas and anything because again this is i think most people are probably used to the you know nine day novena you know for a particular saint if there's a feast day coming up you know something related to the blessed mother 
we all we all will do a novena for a particular intention. I just I really want to emphasize the idea that we we don't, and I we hope that you don't. That this isn't some sort of magic where it's and it's a little bit tough because in a sense, like you want your prayers to be answers, and we truly believe. I mean, the fact that we're even considering praying. I mean, this is a, this is our response to grace, the Lord working within us, saying pray and these are obviously great things right the fact that we prayed three rosaries a day you know and i actually thought that was actually it wasn't as hard as it seemed it was just the the grace to be able to do that it was yeah it was there i'm Uh, surprised i did it because like i said Teresa was about four months and i was really uh, crazy postpartum anxiety and uh, i managed to to pray three rosaries a day yeah so somehow yeah grace was at work so you can see that even just the idea of the thought of one desiring to do the novena these are good thoughts inspired by the holy spirit without a doubt but i think we all have to be careful not to assume okay just because i've done this that suddenly there's gonna be an answer in this particular novena there wasn't necessarily an answer there was no answer it wasn't clear but i i tell you i kind of at the end of it i after the the 54 days i kind of had in my own way this kind of like resignation where i was kind of like you know what I'll kind of just accept it, like, and I was, and it wasn't kind of like a superficial thing because I think mm-hmm. Geneviève probably noticed that prior to that I was probably complaining, coming back home from work, you know, just like, oh, this stupid thing, this, 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 this. Every but, morning, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to work. And after the novena, he, he was, yeah, he was more at peace. And I think that was very key in our discernment because I truly, truly believe that you cannot make big decisions when you're in a state yeah. of desolation. Desolation, that's right. Which you probably were, and then this novena gave you peace. And when you're at peace, that's when you can make really clear-headed decision. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's always an important step in discernment, right? You don't want to, you know, in the the one day that you have, uh, you know, a, a crummy day, the one day of a year, that's not the day you make the life decision to leave your job, right? Exactly. Like, you have to kind of, we'll all have the bad day. I mean, there were great days at, at the job that there was. There were good days. There were a lot of bad days. But it's kind of, you have to be able to kind of, you know, don't make the decisions too much on the bad days. Although the the, the very fact of not feeling, you know, fitting in there, there, there could be something there, a prompting per se. But you have to be very careful not to get carried away. Well, you know what? Today I'm not feeling good, so I'm going to quit. No, I mean, you really have. I don't think discernment's kind of, you know, this willy-nilly. It takes time, especially as a couple, yes. because this decision to leave affects me and her and my kids and everything. Um, we really have to, again, throughout throughout this whole process, communicate, express you know, what I'm feeling about these things just so there's no no surprises, right? And that's where Jumvia was very good challenge. Okay, are you just, you know, is, are you in desolation? Are you just, you know, is it just, you, are you have this habit of being idealistic? Are you just, which is great. I mean, we both, throughout this whole process, the novena is, again, it's kind of you know, the, the fountain of grace that comes from that. But, um, again, this, this is in discernment. Anything crazy like this, and I kind of we were just chatting about this before. Like even before you can kind of really discern God's will together, you got to be able to have really solid like communication skills. That is just so important because like I was just thinking about this. Like if I didn't tell Geneviève anything, or like I was just discerning on my own, like I'm gonna quit, and I just do it all of a sudden. Like that is not the way to go, especially not as um, in some ways that's sort of an advantage maybe with the with a married couple. I think in a sense because. As long as that solid chain of commu- communication is there, you can really help each other just to kind of... Who else knows you better other than your spouse? I mean, truly. I mean, yeah, your yes. family knows you pretty well, but it's, it's the spouse who can kind of really... They, they can call you on your, you know, on your bull, right? So this is, this yes. is, uh, this was good. And I, I, I'm even perfect Joe, perfect Joe has surprising, some flaws. Surprising, surprising. He does. Right? I know, I, I just work too hard and I'm just so humble, right? It's <laughs> it, my, that's my, exactly my, it. That's my exactly many it. flaws. Um, 
Yeah, but uh, this is this is I, I would say before you even kind of really dive into sort of any of these crazy things, some people I, I generally feel do have to work very very hard on this communication. I feel I feel blessed for us in a sense because for me I, I don't know what it was, but for me right in the beginning of our relationship, I'm like I don't want to deal with lack of I don't know what it was I was just very kind of like if you don't feel good you gotta tell me and you know oh and and that was so hard I hated it I never tell people how I'm feeling I never used to cry I was always the one doing (laughs) readings at funerals because I don't cry I I, I'm just so secret about my feelings and then I married Joe and then I cry all the time because he just he pulls out feelings out of me and it's been very good because I've had relationships before that I'm pretty sure crumbled because I wasn't being upfront about how I was feeling. Yeah. And it's just, it's been working great now, with, I, I, I'm with that. I'm just hoping that, yeah, I, I wasn't making you crying because you were miserable or something. It was just, no, no, it was it's the just healing, the healing, the healing, pro- the crying, healing. Yes, just being able to express really how I was feeling, how, if something was bothering me. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Just, I cry all the time. Just, it's a good cry. It's a good cry. Good. Since I've met Joe, I've never stopped crying. Like, come on, man. In a good way. It does sound bad. No, no. I mean it in a good way. In, I a, mean good, a, good in a good way, right? So yes. this is, this is again, you know, this, and this was very early on. You know, this was, you know, years before we considered doing the Pompeii Novena for this. There was this excellent foundation that we could work with. But yeah, the 54 Novena, again, the first time around wasn't magic, felt good about it. But then, you know, nothing really happened except after about a, a month or so. Yeah, lo and behold, I got a, a call back for an interview, went to the interview process. You know, step one, first interview went good. Step two went good. And uh, yeah, was offered the job uh, end had, of June. We had parameters yeah. that we told God, we're only going to take it if it's this minimum amount of salary. And if it exactly. takes that amount of time to get to work. It was and always... He always put the lowest. He gave us the exact minimum we asked for, which the is like the lowest that we asked for, and the the time was just the maximum that was like willing to be driving. So, so it's like, and it, it, I I just have to mention it. He he played us. God played us because we said oh, yeah. Joe. I, Joe said I am willing to drive maximum of an hour, and at that time, and we did it. We drove it once. It took fifty five minutes, and we looked at Google Maps, and we looked at Google Maps. So Google Maps said fifty five minutes. We drove that first time, and it took fifty five minutes. Since then, we have not been able to do it under hour, an hour. Hour and five. Hour and five. Hour and ten. Easily. So I don't know. So he played us there. He played us there. Yeah, he really, he really w- wanted you to take really, that job. <laughs> yeah, he had Google that day and just made it work, or and just gave us. Yeah. That's right. But it's it is funny, but you know, once all these things kind of came came to, we made the decision, we stuck to it, and this is this is where even now with this next discernment process after we did the second pumping novena, like it's there's there's no like I like even kind of even you know thinking back to the first time, there's no regret or you know you know that we make a mistake in no. discerning this. It felt right, and there's there's and I think that that's a very powerful thing. Like we said, we would do this. The thing is, on our part, we're going to stick to it because God will demand challenging things from each and every one of us. And I think the response on our part, again, cooperating with the graces, he's kind of pushing. You know, we're like, we'll respond, right? We didn't back down, even though it was was absolutely even crazy for me going from engineering to kind of working within the Catholic Church. You know, that's that even of itself. I'm like, I have no training in this. I just but again, it was just this this calling, right? This, you know, praying about it, discerning about it. And sticking to it when when yes. when push comes to shove. I, I was stressed a few times about especially money. Uh, I'm used to a certain level, especially Joe being an engineer. And then we had to rearrange our budget, and our car broke down maybe twice. Yeah. And every time we were panicking, oh, what 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 should we do? And every time got provided. Yeah. Like, oh, it's under this warranty that we didn't know that we had, or 
or yeah. oh no, it's a problem with the, all the Subaru, so it's, you it's, it's covered. It free. So it's it's he's been he's been with us every step of the way, and that gives me great comfort that if we're doing his will. He's going to provide. He will provide. Again, he gives you these little winks throughout these things where... And again, even though, yeah, like Jim said, we made the choice. It wasn't... Yeah, it was tough because I was... With the money, we were losing money like every every month, right? Because the drive was really taxing, right? It's like an hour drive, that adds up. But he's, he provided every single... Like, you know, a good tax return. You know, no... Yeah, the, 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 the cost for the car. Child no, benefits. Child benefits. Here you go. And even with this now, now again, kind of tying this next to the uh, the next novena we did again back in September, the next crazy step. This one I think was definitely a little bit harder because this one this one was huge. This wasn't like well, I'm going from a paid job to another paid job status quo. This is uh, going from a paid job to going to study in the Angelicum in Rome, you know, with with all yeah. the savings we've had in the house. That's and that that I think was extremely oh, it was, tough. For it was you. pushing me and. I mentioned it before. It just didn't make sense. So I, w- I, I kept on telling him, why would you want to do it? It doesn't make sense. So we prayed for peace, um, especially for me, because like we said, I am the, the, the last seat of the, the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper like of God's will for us. I like that. Um, we prayed about it every day. Every day we would bring it up and I would cry because I said, I don't want to. I don't want to. It's just too much. And I think two days after the petition part, I got peace, and I've had I've been having peace since then. And not and not like um, there's there's no fooling her. There's no fooling me with some fake peace because she would no. have she would have very, she would have very easily revealed it. Like you know, if it was kind of like a superficial, this thing yes. was it was bizarre. And you see, and I don't think this is necessarily going to be the story for every single person that does it. But just no. from our for experience, us. both times now, it's not going to happen. You know exactly when you want it, but it's kind of God will provide it with you. The graces you need, and for all prayers, really, and I think that's a very humbling thing to realize. He will do it at his time. In this particular case, the second time around, you know, he did it a few days after the first half of the novena, and you know, here we are. We've 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 sold our house. I quit my job. We're getting ready for the next step, and there's no looking back. We're we're and we're asking for doors to be closed, but they're not closing. They're just opening like crazy. So. Yeah, I just want to conclude quickly with the uh, just a passage from from Matthew. 18 verse 9 20 and again i just felt this tied very well it's a very common known passage tied very well to kind of our discernment process i'll just share that quickly again uh amen i say to you if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray it shall be granted to them by my heavenly father and this very popular line for where two or three are gathered together in my name there am i in their midst of them so i think again this discernment doing it together as a couple very powerful christ is with you the graces will flow as needed. Um, do this together. Don't discern alone. This is a it's a tough journey, and you know you need all the help we can get. So, um, I think that's that's it for this episode. There's just so much to say, but we're restricted on time, so we're gonna have to wait up till next episode so, uh, to hear the rest of the story. Yep. Thanks, folks, and uh, we'll catch you next week on Rome is Home. Yeah.